Welcome to another episode of Orange and Black and Beyond, uh, where we discuss Oregon State University sports, uh, particularly sports we don't that which don't receive as much media coverage. Uh, I'm Brian, OSU class of 1996. My co-host Pete uh, is OSU class of 1993. Hi, Pete. How you doing? I do well, Brian. Thank you. How how are you? I'm hanging in there. Awesome. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Getting into the sports thing this the craziness in the time of covid of course there have been some varying levels of activity of sports on campus though as opposed to just being on pause a lot of things have started their season or re uh reconvened their season so that's good um there is also uh of course um off-season stuff with the other sports mentioned quick football note a couple of beavers who moved on to the nfl Offensive tackle Mike Remmers and quarterback Matt Moore, both on the Kansas City Chiefs, who are playing in the Super Bowl. And Matt Moore is on the practice squad this year after being the backup last year. But uh, he came close to being activated when Mahomes got that foot injury. So uh, we'll see, though. I think he probably gets to go to the game, so that's at least something. And then Remmers has been to – this is his second Super Bowl. He went as a member of the Carolina Panthers a few years ago. So that's got to be exciting for him. Apparently, I was just looking, he's in his sixth year. He's played in three conference championship games and will have played in two Super Bowls. Also, <laughs> uh, did you watch, uh, I know you're not a huge NFL guy, but did you watch the championship games at all? No, um, I did not. I didn't catch any of those games. I've just heard, you know, everybody's kind of always complaining about Brady making it. <laughs> like everybody's yeah. like, you know, yeah. but, no, but I, uh, well, uh, the starting left tackle for the Chiefs got hurt, and they moved Remmers over from right tackle to left tackle, which is a very high-responsibility job. And I haven't read the update on whether or not the starter is still injured or not, because if he is, then Remmers uh, gets moved to left tackle in the Super Bowl. So no pressure there. Just have yeah. to protect the yeah. quarterback's blind side in the biggest game of the year. Yeah, so, big deal. Uh, but, you know, his uh, years of experience and everything have uh, paid off for him. So some other football items uh, real quick. Uh, former Beavers linebacker Michael Doctor has been promoted to the recruiting coordinator. He was a recruiting assistant for the last several years, and he played from uh, 2011 to 2014. One famous play he had was against Arizona State. He had an interception, and Arizona State was a top-10 team in the country. And he took one to the house, and the Beavers ended up winning by eight. So that was a big play. And Yeah, good for him. Congratulations. Yeah, but football's pretty far away. And you know what isn't far away? Wrestling. The Beavers actually got into meet recently, Brian. Isn't yeah. that pretty cool? Yeah, that is really cool in the, in the age of COVID, right? Like, they don't yeah. want you standing near people. If you're, they're getting, right. getting into grappling. So um, the start of the wrestling season was up in the air. Uh, meets were canceled, postponed, you know, just like a lot of the other sports. Uh, yeah. Beavers did get a match with uh, Cal Poly that they won 23-17. Uh, nice. Brandon Kaler at 125, Devin Turner 133, Grant Willits at 141, Hunter Willits at 157, um, Aaron Almost at 165, Ryan Reyes at 184, and J.J. Dixon at uh, 197, all picking up victories uh, to take that from Cal Poly. So nice win there. Uh, there was also there was a meet against Arizona coming up, but that's been since canceled, postponed. Who knows what's going to happen? You know, a lot of the sports. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then uh, next on the calendar for the Beavers was is to host the Utah Utah Valley University, Stanford and Cal State Bakersfield, February seventh for a quadrangular meet. Okay. Say that fast three times, assuming everything stays on track. You know, hopefully it does, and you know at least some of the teams will get to do it. Um, and other sports with a short season due to COVID, men's soccer will begin play with Pac-12, uh, calling it a shell schedule. Uh, they'll get mm -hmm. to play 10 games starting up the end of February here, 29th, up at Washington and ending April 17th at uh, San Diego State. Um, mm -hmm. Women's soccer is as of now scheduled to play 14 games uh, in conference opening with Cal on the 26th of February. Uh, closing with the team from Eugene that will remain nameless on April 16th. <laughs> All yeah. of that is, of course, subject to change, but, you know, everybody's fingers crossed that the athletes will get to play, um, you know, and uh, volleyball has begun. So uh, yeah. what's what's the what's volleyball news, Pete? Well, the good news is the volleyball season has indeed begun. They are slated to play conference only 22 game schedule. And it got underway last week. And the way it's set up, what they do is they play two teams, two games against each opponent in the same town two days apart. And mm -hmm. so they played both their matches last week. That's the good news. The less good news is they dropped both of those matches in Boulder against Colorado, three games to zero in the first match, and then three games to one in the second match. This week, they get to host USC at Gill Coliseum on both Friday and Sunday. So... That'll be interesting. And, uh, yeah. you know, I was going to make one other note about the wrestling thing. The uh, the meet they won against Cal Poly, they invited another school as well, Cal Baptist, who didn't come because of, you know, COVID concerns. And I think perhaps the logic behind the quadrangular meet is that, you know, yeah. they'll at least get one team to wrestle yeah, against. Hopefully one team makes it, you know. Yeah. So that's, uh, that was just thought on that, though. But. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense, right? Um, so speaking of Gil Coliseum, gymnastics is back. Uh, the season started up on the 15th of January. We'll run through, the, run through April. Uh, counting the postseason, should the Beavers find their way back into the tournament there? It goes all the way to April. Regular season will conclude on March 4th. Beavers opened up with a tough loss to Boise State, uh, but came back on Sunday to beat the Huskies by just over two points two and a tenth so it doesn't you know gets it's close right uh maddie Fagan yeah. won the all-around as well as the vault and tied teammate christine peterson to win the beam which shows some resilience because the team struggled really like a lot on the beam against boise state so uh good for them for coming back and you know finishing strong there uh coming up friday uh, the beavers head to the valley of the sun to take on arizona state um, before we dig into basketball, is there anything going on with baseball? A little bit. There is. The biggest uh, note uh, is that star pitcher from the 2018 College World Series winning team, Kevin Abel, has been named preseason All-America by, I think, two of the rating services. If you remember, Abel had Tommy John surgery early in the 2019 season, and he missed 2020 rehab in the arm. And uh, all the reports are that he's good to go, which is fantastic because I know the major league teams are looking at him. And, and uh, 
you know, the virtual diamond dinner is taking place as we speak tonight on the 27th, and those who attend will get to hear from Coach Canham, also likely Coach Barney. There's going to be a Q&A session with Coach Canham, and there's a pretty good chance that Pat Casey, the legendary former coach, will stick his head in the door real quick. And they also will get to know the players. The schedule has yet to be released because of reasons. But uh, it won't be too long before we get to the time of the year where the Beavers ordinarily head to Surprise, Arizona, which is the Corvallis of the desert, uh, mm-hmm. to play in good weather until the uh, you know, um, monsoon season ends up here. Uh, what happens, though, is really up in the air. Uh, right now, softball is in the same boat. They don't even have a, a schedule as of yet. And uh, so everything is to be determined. But uh, speaking of determined, nailed that segue. Uh, <laughs> men's basketball got the one win you always want to get no matter how the season is going. Yes, so, they absolutely did. Uh, the Beavers went down to Matthew Knight Arena in Eugene and beat the green and yellow 75-64. So congratulations to them. Yes. Um, the opponent came into the game ranked number 21, uh, but the Beavers had some momentum. They had some wins with ASU at USC. And so when they rolled into Eugene, they got out of there with the victory. So good for them. Tomorrow they uh, head to LA to play USC again. Um, we'll see what happens. Yeah. They've been lucky enough to get in 13 games so far and the women's team hasn't gotten that many. We'll talk about that in just a second, but men's team has gotten in 13 games in this truncated season. They uh, sit at eight and five overall four and three in the conference. As you mentioned, they've won three in a row in the conference. And now if they beat USC again, uh, they will have their first four-game conference winning streak since 2002-2003. Hey, heaven help me. I, I don't even know who was the coach at that yeah. point. Was it Jay John or Eddie Payne? Or, yeah, uh, I think it's Eddie Payne. Craig Robinson, because Craig Robinson came in as the president's brother-in-law. So, yeah, uh, so I, I mean, that's something for us to go back and look, look yeah, at people at some point. But in a way, it's been a long time. So yeah. a four-game conference winning streak would hit the spot. It really would. Yeah, it would be nice for them. Um, yeah, so let's move on to women's basketball, my favorite. Yes. Um, Absolutely. Talk, you're talking about a sport that has been impacted by COVID. Um, so seven games were postponed since December. The, the team hasn't played for basically a month. The last game was December 18th. Um, wow. So they just picked up playing again on the 17th against a very tough Arizona team where they took a loss 67-51. Um, yeah. So, you know, they're coming together. They're currently four and five, two and five in the Pac-12. Um, but just, you know, not having court time hurts, you know. Um, well, and we saw last year at the end of the season, Arizona was the up-and-comer. Yeah. And they're, they're looking really good. Yeah, they're Again. looking good. So, I mean, they like, so Oregon State just recently lost a double overtime game against a tough Washington State team that's now ranked in the top 25. Oh, and wow. they beat Arizona, you know, to, that was ranked in the top 10. So, right. you know, that was a very tough, you know, tough game. The Beavers had a tough shooting night. Uh, Aliyah Goodman put in career highs to try and pull out the win. Uh, but the team just missed out on a few opportunities to take that win. So, you know, it's a tough loss. Um, but then they did come back. Uh, it was a postponed game uh, to, to, to yesterday, which is Tuesday where they played Washington at Gill and they looked like the Beavers that for seasons we're used to hope that we're used to seeing. Um, yes. They came out and knocked out, you know, a Gill record, 18, three corners, 
shooting four percent from three point range. Oh was, man! Yeah, no, it was crazy. Uh, Sasha Beaufort yeah. in twenty three points. Uh, so the Beavers took a thirty point win over the Huskies. Uh, Taya Corsdale is, seems to be back as well. She put in sixteen points, um, and her three three point stroke looked good. So it's encouraging sign that she's kind of getting her groove back after that hamstring injury. Um, also opens up the inside for Taylor Jones and Elena Mitrovich, which looks good. So, you know, um, lots of good positives there. Um, one other thing, you know, we've been keeping an eye on, and we joked about at the beginning of the season is, you know, how far will Aaliyah Goodman shoot a three-pointer from? Right. And so far, <laughs> it's 30-footer. She drilled a 30-footer at the end of the quarter uh, on the run. So 30-foot is the mark. Uh, we'll decide, you know, we'll see if she decides to shoot further. I'm still kind of putting money on the edge of the uh, Beaver logo at center court. I think <laughs> she can do it. It's just a matter if she really wants to. Um, put one up from Finley Hall across yeah. the street. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, the team's tough, tough transition season, a lot of new players, um, but they have shown signs of uh, brilliance. Like they start the first quarter really well. They tend to struggle in the second and um, it makes, you know, digging themselves out of a hole tough. Um, so yeah. on the season, you know, they're being outscored by opponents, 156 to 126 total. So, you know, it mm -hmm. was nice to see them against the Huskies. They just put the hammer down, didn't look back. Um, freshman Sasha Goforth is looking great, had a few tough games, but I, you can definitely see she's very talented, very skilled. I really, I can't say this enough, I really like Savannah Samuels' game. Her defense is just spot on, you know, grabbing steals here and there. She's always pressuring the ball, um, and I think she'll find her way offensively, too. Um, so then the big surprise occurred about a week ago. Um, I didn't know this was what was, was going on, but Talia, Talia von Olhofen, and I'm going to apologize now for the next couple of years as I mispronounce her name. We might have to come up with a clever abbreviation like TVO or something. But <laughs> anyway, she was a 2022 recruit, um, but her high school season was canceled due to COVID. Oh, yeah. uh, she put in some work to get out of high school early. Uh, she joined the team about a week ago. She's played in two games and wow, like um, she definitely has skill. She's, you know, already know, knows some of the plays. Very impressive, but like what really kind of strikes me is like she said she seems to have a really high basketball IQ. Like nice. she seems to know, like she knows when the, where the clock is. She's always seeming to make really good plays. She knows where the counts are. Um, there's a play there where she called a real like she got kind of knocked over. And she immediately called the timeout. She knew exactly how many timeouts we have. So I think you know she's going to be a fantastic player. So welcome to her. Um, so for those conspiracy, you know, this struck me, my thought too, for those conspiracy theorists out there, you know, were all these COVID postponements on purpose? Like, do we like, <laughs> were they, were they putting games off knowing that she was coming? I don't know. I mean, it might, it might be yeah. something for a, for an investigation, but we'll have to see. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so one note we do have to make is that. Anna Teresa Faustino did ask to be released from the program, and so she is released. You know, we wish her the best. We have no details on why. You know, in the age of COVID, you know, my thought comes to I hope her family's okay. 
There's right. nothing going on there. So, you know, our best wishes to her as to whatever she's going to be doing next. So. Yeah. Well, it sure is nice having sports trickling back in, and, and that gives us the chance to talk about it here on the inner tubes and keep uh, people posted as things develop. And, and, you know, I'm excited for whatever baseball is going to look like, as well as softball. And, uh, you know, and if the wrestling team can get a bunch of meets, I don't know how they handle a postseason or anything like that, but, you know, before last year, the Beavers won the Pac-12 for six years in a row or something like yeah. that sent people to the nationals and and so it's uh it, i don't know how that's all gonna unfold but the more uh that we see the the happier it, it feels in corvallis and uh in yeah. the state of oregon in general you know and life in general like some getting back to some normalcy you know i really hope like you're saying like i don't know how these sports not just wrestling but how basketball is going to handle the tournament right. how they're going to do this you know hopefully they can do it um, so that they give these kids a chance to play. You know, some of these, I think certain sports got additional years of eligibility, but, you know, life does move on. So hopefully they can take advantage of their time there. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad that Ke Kevin Abel is choosing to play uh, baseball yeah. uh, instead of going pro because, I mean, his resume is only one season, but it was a heck of a season. Yeah, and he could <laughs> very easily go pro. So I, I'm definitely yeah. glad that he's sticking around, and hopefully, you know, he gets a season and get that pays off for you know building his skill. So hopefully, that works out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll hope for more season as the season rolls on. Give us more to talk about. We'll definitely be trying to do uh, more episodes here. It's obviously a little bit tough when there's different things going on and. And so we'll, uh, sporadic at this yeah point. so that'll do it for this edition of orange black and beyond thank you everyone and uh we'll talk to you next time go beefs go beefs